right, it doesn't get much yeah, better than that, man. Classic yeah. album, classic rock, getting the lead out. It's May, happy May, Mike. We are back from our break. Just had a dude men vacation in Florida. I'm feeling uh, feeling my tan, man. I'm peeling all over the place. I burnt <laughs> like a lobster. I look ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but I feel well-rested for the most part. Last night was rough, man. I, you know... I got burned horribly all over my chest and my belly, and I was laying down at bed, and my cat, who hasn't seen me in a while, um, was very excited and affectionate and just jumped on top of me, claws out, ready to just, you know, do all this kneading and, you know, all this kind of uh, claw-oriented pushing up and down on my body, and I was just howling, screaming in pain. Emma never woke up. She didn't hear anything, <laughs> totally passed out. I mean, I I was sh- shrieking as if someone was stabbing me over and over again, and nothing. It didn't even phase her. It made me realize I could be murdered, and she would never notice. Yeah. It's a good sleeper. Well, get an alarm. I'm, I'm very... I'm just jealous of her... Uh, of her sleeping abilities, quite honestly. Yeah, me too. But yeah, I couldn't believe it, dude. You guys went back of the boat. Two days in a row, direct sunlight. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and you know what? Thank God, flew back to Colorado, and uh, Jerry Polis and his uh, mooks, they have the clouds seated and sun covered. I don't have to worry about having any sun exposure for the next <laughs> month at least. They are going full on, baby. So uh, it's be oh, overcast yeah. and rain. My uh, tan will subside, and I'll be back to normal in no time. Hey, thanks, Jared Polis. Looking out for the little uh. guy. I gotta say, uh, our fans will probably appreciate this. One of the highlights of the vacation was Frank explaining cloud seeding to the family and them just poo-pooing it and being like, where do you hear this crazy stuff? And Frank, uh, it's in the newspaper. They're admitting it. It's in there. And they still don't believe it. Yeah, I sourced credible, uh, in their minds, credible places, uh, you know, there's clips from G- Good Morning America, CNN, Good Morning America. there are news articles out there, uh, you can find it, they're bragging about it, and even in real-time conversation, you can't even offer to pull up the information and show it to them, they are unwilling to accept that the government is controlling the skies. No, they're in their world, man. People who watch the, the the few people that still watch mainstream media, man, they are just locked in and they cannot see outside the bubble. It's a weird world to be in, especially when you're presented with uh, alternative arguments uh, to what reality you're living in. It doesn't seem yeah. to register. It's almost like the the information doesn't reach through the ears to the brain. It's weird, right. weird stuff. Uh, I feel bad for everybody living in that kind of world, um, only because, again, I today I was cruising home. I saw them unleashing all those chemtrails, man. And now uh, on the mostly sunny day, according to our weather report, it is just extreme overcast. Uh, the blackest, darkest, um, soupiest-looking cloud mixture of stuff you could ever imagine. It doesn't look like clouds. We were just in Florida. The clouds move spectacularly fast there. They are brilliant, big, white, puffy clouds. They pass over, and then it's sunshine. Then the cloud passes <laughs> over, sunshine again. You don't get that here. Here it's this wispy formulation. They all mix together, and 
few hours later, just this blanket of overcast blocking the sun, uh, maybe producing some sort of, you know, silver poisoned rain. I got to say, too, being back, man, the levels of aggression and rage and the, the people of Denver, not happy, not in a good mindset. Set. It seems like I, I'm getting the feeling Dude. that there is a an incredible psychological power by blocking the sun from blocking. The sun. No, no, dude. First of all, I seriously, I'm not even joking. It like hit me, and it was like a brick hitting me in the face when I got off the plane in Chicago. You're walking around. The vibe is just low. <laughs> I don't low. know how to say it, man. No, Everybody's a, just like like low vibrational energy, absolutely. Anxious, fucking. Yes. Nobody wants to talk to anybody. Everybody's like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's really not a good, no, good there, mental state. Florida, I, I don't know, man. Something's different there. I'm telling you. When we were cruising back today, I said to Emma, I I can't get the feeling out of my head when I started re-engaging with people here during my work day and around the area that there's just something in the air here in Denver. And then I go up and look at the sky at lunch, and there they are, chemtrailing their lives away, covering (laughs) up the sky, covering up the sun. And I Uh, thought, you know what? I think I'm physically seeing (laughs) something in the air here. Something is in the air in these major cities, and it's causing crime, violence, rage. People are uneasy. People aren't sleeping. There's a just lot not of fucking happy. issues. Also, there's no vegetation, happy. man. We are struggling to have things grow here. You keep blocking the sun like that, you're going to limit things' ability to grow when they need the sunlight most here in these early summer, late spring months, man. Yeah. But it's everything, too. Like, everything. Everything down there, like there was so many, it was all, everything's being built. Thank you. you. Know I mean? The infrastructure. Yes. That's, that's it was ex- like, yes. The roads, dude. The roads. I don't think I hit a pothole the Thank entire you, time. Thank you, man. I was, Literally I was fucking about. there. Yes. Yes, and man. I, and then I'm like, oh, why does this lane, oh, wait, the, all the lanes swerve a little to the left and then they add another lane and then the right. <laughs> lane. Like, traffic just moves. It here. was moving, man. They, they had they actually like had a thought out plan for these roads. They were moving. They were flowing. You know what happened I, I is know, <laughs> we were two guys from Democrat states and yeah, Democrat cities, it. and we happened to be exposed for a little bit of time to a Republican ran state. Can I tell you how bad it is? How bad like or how funny it is? Our little brother. We pull up to an intersection. This is after three days of not a single pothole. I didn't. My ass didn't know what to do. <laughs> My ass was just waiting for a pounding, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd like to take that one out of context, please, for future reference. Thanks, team. I mean, the potholes in Chicago, dude, it's fucking crazy. Uh, Our brother, there's one sign that the the, the anchor broke on one side, so it was was like a little, it was crooked. Oh, yeah. our, Our brother, our little brother who lives in Florida, hates Ron DeSantis, looks at that side and goes, yeah, see? Thanks, Ron. Uh, <laughs> what crooked street sign? <laughs> dude, I pull up to intersections. I don't know what road this is crossing. I don't even know what road I'm on. Like, they're not labeled. It's like a sign's missing. Sometimes there's a sign there, but it's covered in spray paint. What the fuck you talking about, dude? Ah, uh, one crooked sign. Look at that. Thanks, Ron. Dude, you're Man, psycho. I'd give anything for your roads. 
Absolutely. It, dude, you're totally psycho. That's all I thought when I came back. And sure enough, I'm, I'm back here in Colorado, and I'm just, like, lamenting the state of the state and how we've only voted yeah. for more of this. This shall continue. The pain will only increase. Uh, Polis, over the weekend, signed three anti-gun laws. He, he wants to take everything. He's making getting guns for law-abiding abiding gun owners you know, more difficult. Oh, for sure. And the criminals keep getting their guns uh, in, in the dark areas of the world. Uh, we all know that that's what's going on. And look, Colorado, it's not just polis. Okay, I get it. We have an entire legislature. We, we have many politicians involved uh, in what's going on. Here we are on vacation. I tune back in after these gun pass uh, bills pass. I see that they're voting on the stuff that matters, right? So uh, the Colorado uh, House voted against a measure to enhance criminal penalties for indecent exposure in view of a minor, right? They voted uh, against it. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh -uh. so the Republicans unanimously voted, and 27 of the de 46 Democrats voted against it. They voted against indecent exposure to children. Yeah. I, I just let that ring no. through your skull for we're, a moment. Or on the slope where you're going to be allowed to, they want to be allowed to have sex with kids. Did you see the Met Gala pictures from over the weekend? Uh, there was one person, Doja Cat, dressed and costumed as an actual cat. And then my favorite, <laughs> my favorite was Jared Who's Leto. Jared Leto was in an actual gigantic uh, kitty costume with a the head removed, and he was walking around taking pictures with the head of the cat next to, and he was in a full on cat suit. Jared Leto. Yeah. Who I don't even know who that is, but uh, you don't know Jared who's Leto. These people's. Oh, why would I know Jared Leto? <laughs> he's, he's he's a loser. I know him because yeah. <laughs> he's a famous actor, and uh, women seem to really be drawn to him. And he frequents rock climbing uh, places in Boulder, Colorado, and he's well known in the community for, uh, you know, kind of preying on the underage college ladies to join him oh, in his weekend forays. So that's why I You're talking about, dude, you should have said it's Morbin time. Oh, yeah, it's Morbin time. That's it. Yeah. Morbin time. It's what he says right before he bangs every chick. It's the greatest failure twice. <laughs> that's right, dude. Yeah, Mr. Morbin time. Uh, he likes to come to Boulder, and he was at the Met Gala dressed in a just a straight-up cat costume, all I could think is they're trying to sexualize animal, you know, bestiality. All I know is why are people paying attention? Actually, you know what? I think it is nobody's really paying attention to these people, and that's why they're getting so outrageous. That might be it, man. That actually, like, you uh, may have nailed uh, it. You, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Nobody, is anybody really watching this or paying attention to it? Probably not. No, definitely. Where not. was A what was AOC wearing this time? She wore um, a dress that said "Tax AOC," so she was trying to come <laughs> back. At, you know, it didn't really make sense. <laughs> she wore a dress that said "I paid my bill from last year." <laughs> um, so Crazy, here in Colorado, 
They're trying to push through this bill that you would think would have unanimous uh, agreements from everyone involved, but no, you have 27 Democrats. They're voting against grown adults being uh, punished for exposing their genitals to minors. Uh, this is the hill they're willing to die on. I, I, I am amazed. And I have a fantastic clip of Leslie Herod, Herod, I'm I'm being racist already by mispronouncing her name. I I know it. Uh, she uh, just had to speak up on this uh, absurd and um, non-inclusive and bigoted bill that was being passed through. These types of laws have been used to ban drag shows, to target individuals. So you're admitting drag shows are for showing your genitals to minors? Are you, is that what you're admitting then? Because that's the whole reason we don't want drag shows for kids. Do you see? Do you see? I played five seconds of your retarded argument, and I've proven to you why we do not want drag shows for kids. Because you are standing here fighting for the right for drag shows to be able to show their genitals to kids. Did I understand right. that correctly? Yes, because... Because you could use the law against exposing your genitals to kids to stop the drag shows for kids. Yeah, nine seconds into this idiot's argument, uh, we're yeah. going to replay from the beginning just because it's so retarded. These types I love of it. laws have been used to ban drag shows, to target individuals who use the restroom of the sex that they identify with. Yeah, I really don't want... Yeah, I'm really supportive of grown men coming into the kiddies' bathroom and showing their junk to all the kiddies. Why insane. do you people have a problem with that? Public restroom to charge them with felony charges. I am very concerned about the attacks against the transgender community that are happening across the country. Oh, when I initially read this bill, it did not even come to mind. I'm just, I'm so tired of it, dude. I'm so tired of it, dude. Can, we, is America not tired of this trans community thing? Are we just not done with the, like, uh, how much further do we have to go for these trannies? You know what I mean? Yes, because the L's, the G's, and the B's are sick of the T's, man. They're bringing down the whole gang. Ugh. I'm telling you right now, this is- And we shouldn't have drag kids for, uh, drag, drag shows for kids. That's a no-brainer. No. Come on. Why? Why? <laughs> what good could come from it? This is a sneaky bill for the Republicans only on the sense that you are now loopholing in arguments for people to get the Leah Thomases out of the sporting events. Hopefully. I do think that's what this is for, to be totally honest. But also, look, are, am I crazy for thinking majority of law-abiding citizens out there believe that we should have laws stopping adults from showing their junk to kids? In fact, I'll be honest, I always thought it was illegal to show your junk to anyone. Uh <laughs> Maybe I'm old school. I might be very old-fashioned here, but it used to be kind of illegal to walk around showing your junk to people regardless of their age. The fact that we that our world and society has gotten so sick and twisted and fucked up that we have to start passing bills to say, no, not just everybody, the kids. Don't show your junk to the kids, all right? We're going to really you know, pick you guys out because that is sick and twisted. 
Yeah, I don't know how that we even got here. Folks, folks here in Denver and in Colorado, you voted for 27 adult human beings who believe it should be totally okay for the freaks and weirdos in your neighborhood to go around showing their stuff to your little kids. Congratulations, Colorado. We are 80% San Francisco at this point. We might as well start <laughs> handing out reparations. Yeah, you might as well start shitting on the sidewalk. Well, we're already not arresting criminals. We have the homeless shitting on the sidewalk. Don't you worry. We've been there for a while. Oh, good. Yeah, good. man. Uh, we got the potholes. Uh, we have the crumbling bridges. We have, uh, you know, the jobs leaving in droves because of the woke, eco-friendly, green bullshit energy policies. We have it all, man. Denver, you're five seconds from fucking San Francisco. Wake up here. And you know what? We can't. Yeah. Everyone's in a fucking zombie-ass haze because our government is spraying shit in our skies and we can't see the sun <laughs> and we're all fucked up, man. That's exactly what's going on here. It's outrageous. Yeah. This is outrageous to me. I can't believe the state that I moved to that was purple, right? You had the two blue spots. The rest was Republican. No more, man. We're supporting adults showing their junk to kids. We're way into passing three tranny bills and then three more bills taking away our guns, and yet we're doing nothing, nothing to help out local small business owners, the people who can't afford gas. We're helping nobody, the parents, the kids, nothing. It doesn't matter anymore. Who you vote for doesn't matter anymore. I came home, gas is $5 here. You know what? One thing you don't realize is it's slowly all the businesses close. You don't realize how abnormal it is to have so many uh, for sale, for rent signs on businesses. Absolutely, right? man. Yeah, man. And then you go, and then you go down to Fort Myer, and I, 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 there wasn't a single one. Every uh, small shopping center filled. By the way, a place that was decimated by a hurricane last year. Rebuilding, yes. man. Coming back Rebuilding. to life. Stores are at, people were everywhere. I don't know. That's crazy. And then you come here and it's like, man, what happened? Uh, thoroughly disappointed by uh, the state I currently live in. I can't just wrap my head around the issues at hand that they are trying to uh, take on. And nothing really is being fixed about the state. It's just getting progressively worse and worse. And maybe that's what progressivism is. It's about progressively Getting worse. See what I'm saying? Like, everything is just, it progresses down. It's a slippery slope, folks. It goes all the way down to hell. That's what we're on, dude. That's where we're headed. <laughs> Come to Chicago. We're, we're Lori Lightfoot. You know, she found out the problem. You know, she figured out the problem. And it's uh, because Greg Abbott, is, he sent like 800 immigrants here. That's right, man. And she said that's the problem. So now she's begging everybody to stop sending them. Yeah, we have that same issue here. They're begging to stop the migrants. Uh, that's that's not going to happen, my man. Um, and apparently, nothing is going to stop the migrants. In fact, when it comes to migrants, the floodgate is literally about to open. <laughs> and they're going yeah, to pour in <laughs> like a flood.
Title 42, it's expiring in a, a few days, I believe. I think it goes out the right. window on May 11th, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe yeah. sooner, but I thought everything kind of coincides with this ending of the COVID emergency. Uh, check your calendars, folks. It's true. It's 2023. We're finally <laughs> ending the COVID emergency. <laughs> not today, but nine more days. Yeah, nine <laughs> yeah. more days. Any variant could break out between then and now, so stand your toes. You know what else, you know what else also ends on uh, May 11th? Finally, the vaccine mandate for all federal employees and anybody who has a contract. So that means we could probably get more pilots back, probably be able to do a lot more. Probably get a little bit bump in the army recruitment zone. Hopefully, uh, maybe we can get people back into the trades. Um, I, I just maybe we are slowing Hopefully. down economically. Uh, I think the fourth, fifth bank shut down, and then uh, Wells Fargo saved it uh, yesterday. Uh, bought it out. Um, we are having you know, unprecedented economic woes currently, which isn't being reported. It doesn't feel like the economy is just at a complete standstill, but they're just not reporting it. Yeah, no, it's they're really trying hard to cover it up with stories of, like, uh, it, it, Ukraine and all that other shit. I don't even know what CNN's talking about today. So, yeah, well, they're definitely trying to cover it up. And maybe this is a uh, fantastic distraction ploy here, but... Uh, it was announced, breaking news. Uh, I say that because I was between two clips. I was going to do the breaking news, but I went with a second one, a little more juicy. Uh, or did I say juicy? I meant to say a little more deucey, if you will. <laughs> uh, but the breaking news is the Biden administration has announced that they are going to send 15,000 troops to the southern border to uh, stop this massive flow of migrants that they declared were allowed to come in. They declared themselves, their administration, the sanctuary administration, and Polis and the other idiots in Chicago and all the other uh, liberal places said, we're sanctuary cities too. Come here, migrants. Come on in. Yeah, I know. All that rhetoric while Trump was in office. Now, what are you going to do? Now, now you're going to send <laughs> 1,500 troops? I thought there wasn't an emergency. I don't remember anybody say. I don't know, man. This we're, is a joke. We're going to see the next image of AOC in tattered rags trying to climb out the fence the other way. That's what we're going to see, actually. <laughs> I just, I feel really bad for these immigrants. And I feel horrible for these soldiers. You know, this whole scenario is awful at the border. There are rampant reports of groups of children being discovered going missing, uh, hundreds of children, probably thousands, I could only presume, have gone missing at this border area. Uh, the gang warfare going on. I mean, this is a really bad scene between Mexico and Texas. My guess is we already have some troops there. We're just now saying we're sending them. That's how probably Maybe. bad it is. I could only guess. Uh, well, it's probably, it probably got to a point where it's so many we can't hide it. Gotta announce it now. Or just it's unsafe for the Border Patrol to even be there, right? They're not armed uh, or equipped properly, and you have... Uh, well, the soldiers can't do anything, really. And think of the people we have coming through, folks. We have rapists, drug dealers, murderers. Some, <laughs> I assume, are good people. Some, all right? But there's a lot of bad folks coming through the border here, especially Man, that, if there's no one checking them. 
That guy who killed those five neighbors in exactly. Texas. Exactly. They're still on the hunt for this dude. Still haven't found him. Yeah, he's probably back in Mexico. We'll never see him. There's a man who was caught already, I believe, from the report I saw something like five times previously crossing the border illegally, getting sent back. He came over and just mass murdered a bunch of people. Insane. They were Hondurans, if I remember correctly. Insane. So, which is probably why we don't hear about it or it doesn't get a lot of attention uh, or people don't really care because it's not like he came over and murdered like four white chicks at a sorority house in uh, Oklahoma, <laughs> right? In Idaho. In Idaho. Then we're all going to obsess over it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so, so uh, true. we have the threat. Or even, just, or even just killed his girlfriend on a camping trip in uh, Nevada. Remember that uh, Petito girl? Yeah, the, the chick who went missing at the uh, Grand Canyon, and then we manhunted the dude, and he was just in his parents' backyard. No, he, uh, he got eaten by the alligators. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> he killed himself and then got eaten. Good way to go. Uh, not not bad. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, you know, you're going back into the circle of life, right? Feeding yourself <laughs> like that. It's good. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure God forgave him. We got the, uh, uh, maybe, unless he repented right before, right? I think that's how it works. Uh, well, no, I think that's that, that was his idea. Was I'm gonna set, I'm going to give my body to the... The God's oh, yeah. creatures. Wow. Very noble of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, noble's a stretch. Um, so we got these uh, migrants flooding in in a few days. The Biden administration announces possibly in a distraction move to not pay attention to the destroyed economy. Uh, we're going to send 1,500 troops to the border, and this uh, gives us... Some of our favorite moments in time, a little Deucey versus Karine Jean-Pierre, ha-ha, wee-wee. <laughs> Here we go. Bust out the snip. If the border is secure, as the administration has said, then why would we need to send 1,500 active-duty U.S. troops down there? Because we need more work. We need more work needs to be done, Peter. We put forth a, a, a comprehensive immigration uh, uh, legislation and Congress, Republicans in Congress, refuse to act. And so the president has used the tools that he has in front of him uh, to, uh, to prepare ahead of uh, Title 42 lifting. As you know, that is happening uh, in, in the next couple of days. And so we are putting uh, DHS, Department of State, is putting forth processes, processes uh, to, deal, uh, to deal with the changes that are going to be ahead of us. And so that is what's important here. And that's what you've been seeing for the past several months. You've heard from DHS. You've heard from the State Department on what we're putting in place uh, to deal with to, to deal with the border once Title 42 lifts. All right. So are we going to have like a full-scale war at the border, <laughs> dude? Because it kind of feels like it's just going to be like rockets firing. And it's going to be pure insanity. Who knows what those Mexican cartels have down there? They probably got some kick-ass weapons. It's going to be like those scenes like you used to see from like uh, like the Tickle Me Elmo when they stormed the malls. Like they're just gonna open that fucking border. People are just gonna storm through those ports of entry. It could get really nasty down there. Uh, imagine if we ended up having to like fortify the border with Mexico and have like a no man's land, dude. That would be freaking crazy. You mean build some kind of structure along the border? <laughs> hey, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I think that's what she's referring to. Yeah, I think they need to put up this, you know, 
concrete or brick-like <laughs> or fence-type structure, uh, you know, the, maybe keep some of these people out of there. All right. I don't know. I'm looking for a certain word, you know. <laughs> build, build the tall, flat structure. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're onto something. Take some notes. But I think you guys need to build something down there to stop the people. Amazing stuff. It's almost like Trump is a prophet, man. Like, he said all these things that we got to do, and then they got him out of office, are stopping him from coming back, and all the things he said we got to do, we're realizing we're screwed now that we didn't do them. Yeah, we should have done it. Like, and I'm also kind of leaning back towards his heavy hand and push to wean us off of China. And uh, all the liberals said, oh, he's doing it to line his pockets and get big in the stocks. And, and he's a racist. And he's a racist, yeah, right. And he's a racist. Yeah, how does it... He's in cahoots with China, he's, but he's also a racist against China, right? Uh, he's a xenophobe. So I just... It really seems like, uh, man, he was onto something, onto something by hinting at, we got to s- stay in the good graces with, you know, Russia and China, but we got to start... Being a little strong, a little stronger, and weaning ourselves off of their control materialistically, and we got to start being more of a power player in that region. And then, nope, Biden comes in, Hunter's banging all these spies. They got all this crazy info on their family. <laughs> uh, nine Biden family members are cutting checks from the Chinese. Like uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, they release TikTok. Our culture is destroyed. Men are women. Women are men. Up is down. Left is right. Like this whole place is fucking backwards now, and uh, the. The people in power are making all the money. Oh, and by the way, China's cutting deals around the world and becoming the country that America used to be 20 years ago. Yeah. Wild yeah, and stuff. Tr- and they're trying to become the new world currency. The yen? Yeah. Wow, what's the yen to dollar translation rate there? What, uh... Well, right now, it's our... To our favor, but oh, right. they devalue the dollar. Well, right on, man. Yeah, we could get right. screwed. Doesn't some of it maybe even seem planned on purpose because the people in power, maybe just maybe, have a little uh, connection to the Chinese and are <clears throat> going to profit big time from the collapse of the dollar? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're high enough, you know, if you got enough yen saved up. That's what I'm saying, dude. Do you think they were paying the Bidens in American dollars or yen? Mm, good call. That would make wow. all this make a little more sense. If these power players are trading in yen, banking on the yen, <laughs> getting their yen on, I mean, we're screwed, dude, because they will welcome with open arms the collapse of the U.S. dollar. They'll stick all of us sheep onto their little digital currency system and uh, enslave us, we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll have nothing, we'll be happy, we'll eat the bug burgers, and then uh, get our vaccines and boosters when we need to because we're good sheep. And then uh, the Chinese will become ultra-successful, and uh, not, not the Chinese people, right? You see, the system that they want to put us in is the same they have in China. The people of China are slaves to the system. The elites of China make all the money. So that's yeah, what they want to have here. 
They want all of us on the social credit systems unable to leave our 15 miles or whatever it is, 15 blocks, sorry. They couldn't be that generous with 15 15 miles. miles. Yeah, it's 15 blocks. So we'll get our 15 blocks allowance. Uh, We'll have our digital system. Uh, If they hear you saying anything bad about the state on your uh, podcast show, well, you'll run out of your money and be broke and starving and have no job and uh, be sent to the enslavement camp. Which, which is what they got in China, right? You can join the Uyghurs over at the I think camps. It's just like a summer camp. You work a little bit. We'll call it summer camp. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the first sign will be? We all got to keep track of what uh, Hunter's using to sniff his cocaine. Oh, good call, man. As long as it's still a dollar bill, we're okay. The minute you see it turn to yen, <laughs> time to divest. I mean, even think of the fentanyl ru- rushing in through the southern southern border, mind you. Uh, that's coming directly from China. It's been proven. Like, they're sending in this fentanyl, and it's wiping out Americans. So I think they're starting to make it, though. I think some of it's coming from uh, Mexico. Oh, they figured it out, huh? Yeah, actually, I don't, I don't think the actual fentanyl might be mistaken. But I think China is supplying the cartels with the with what they need to make fentanyl. Well, all right. And then the cartel's actually making it. Nice. Good. They figured out how to make a little money for themselves. See, this is what I'm saying now with the Mexican cartel and the southern border. Who knows what kind of weapons these guys have? They've been making, they've been wheeling and dealing fentanyl for oh, like five years now. <laughs> they got more ammo than Ukraine. They're laughing at how fast they're wasting it. <laughs> <laughs> no discipline. <laughs> oh man, are you uh following the Ukraine stuff? Did you catch up on any of that action over the weekend? Uh they're not talking about it, man. I'm really I was correct. I, mean, I on guess this. yes. The Bears. one thing they did talk about is I guess Zelensky's upset because he didn't know about the intelligence leak. <laughs> Nobody right. informed him. Interesting tidbit there, I guess. But I guess Anthony Blinken, who's in trouble for lying to Congress. Abe Blinken. Abe. <laughs> Abe Blinken. That's right. Yeah. He lied to Congress about the situation in Ukraine. Yeah, with Hunter. Oh, was it Ukraine? Well, so. No, was, no, no, oh, with, with Hunter. Hunter. Okay. So um, I saw a clip. I didn't have time to snatch it. Um, it was the. General from NATO or the UN, he was here giving a uh, report and being questioned about the situation in Ukraine, and he claimed very candidly that indeed Russia was winning this war, and they are doing so without utilizing a good majority of their arsenal. Like they are, they're not sweating the small stuff, essentially. Uh, it's, uh, and it's, there's no way they lost 100,000 troops. I don't understand there's this no obsession way. with trying to prove how many people the Russians, uh, uh, how many Russians have died in this conflict. We most likely don't know the answer. I have a good feeling, very few compared to the yeah. you know, amount of Ukrainians who have who've died in this. And they're probably lying about that, those casualty numbers. I can only guarantee it. But I love how the, those papers got leaked. And they're like, yep, everything here is accurate, except for those numbers. 
Those numbers are wrong. Definitely 100,000 Russians right. died. Russian hackers what? snuck in and changed just that piece of information. <laughs> none of it, none, nothing else bothered them. Everything else seems everything else seems legit, but those numbers. <laughs> uh, so I find it interesting that we're getting uh, valid reports from boots on the ground that indeed this war is being completely lost, if not already, by Ukraine. Russia has essentially taken the territories that they wanted, and they have won or are winning this conflict. Uh, they won three weeks into the war. Absolutely. I, I wish everybody would get that through their head. They're counting down the days on CNN. We're at like 440. They won 21 days into this battle. <laughs> it was over. And I hate to break the news to everyone because no one seems to think Seymour Hirsch is a credible journalist, but the greatest war crime of this entire arena was the bombing of the Nord Stream pipeline, which we did. We did it. Like, we committed the greatest war crime in this conflict <laughs> by trying to stoke it into a larger conflict. Oh, but what about uh, when Putin bombed the maternity ward? <laughs> That's oh, exactly. that, was a U- that was a Ukrainian missile? <sighs> yeah, but Mike, that was in the midst of battle with the ghost of Kiev. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was fake. <laughs> oh, yeah, what happened to ghost of Kiev? <laughs> the ghost of Kiev. Oh, wait, what's our... Oh, sorry, I'm a bigot. That's right. The ghost of Kiev. <laughs> what about that island where they told him to go fuck off or whatever? I don't even remember that you part. Remember at the beginning of the war, there was, like, that Russian navy, like, surrounded some <laughs> island with the Ukrainians on there, and they told them to go fuck off? Man, I wish I had a whiteboard uh, with all <laughs> the bullshit they pulled throughout this conflict. Just just to see the progression, you know? They don't even have C-list actors going there anymore. You don't remember then they said they, it was like the last transmission, and then they all they blew up the island, but then it turned <laughs> out to be fake. All That's the right. guys yes. were alive. That's right, man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, so stupid. So Ukraine war, kind of out of sight, out of mind, I would say for most people, I would argue... For the common man, especially here in America, nobody wanted this war. Nobody fucking cares about this war. I don't see too many of those Ukraine flags flying up next to the rainbow, uh, you know, flags in, in my neighborhood. They, they, they've disappeared. All right. People uh, aren't supporting this off. bullshit. It's clearly I s- bullshit. I see it all over here. Well, that may be the case. Um, but we got a lot of fucking pumpkin headed Ukrainians walking around this place and they all. I was going to say, you live in a uniquely saturated Ukrainian area with a gigantic, you know, there, there, there's, it's all Ukrainians there, is it not? Uh, yeah, there's sections. Sections. I live, I live next to the largest Ukrainian church. The Ukrainian church around there, so, I mean, there's, there's just a lot of reasons to be uh, exposed to the flag in your area. I was kind of uh, digging into some info on my day back, and a lot of stuff I saw happened over the break 
uh, we didn't have a chance to cover it, but, you know, on my reflection, I kind of thought, you know, I wonder, uh, I wonder how my least favorite Tucker's doing. <laughs> Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first... Uh, that's why we have the no-tuck rule. I already hate the guy. Yeah, I still don't like you. Things <laughs> you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many the Dude Man Podcast, actually. This is left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. All right. Thanks, Tucker. That was beautiful. I <coughs> yeah, welcome well those said. words. Uh, well, well said. Correct, Mike. That was right on the money. Um, I uh, digging around. I've been seeing a consensus uh, online that Tucker got the boot because of his anti-Ukraine war stance. Oh, really? And he apparently um, refused to back down from that and kept airing segments, not being in agreement and. I uh, was listening to, I believe uh, it might have been a No Agenda podcast, potentially. Uh, they were kind of going over it and proposing this concept, and I was reminded from them about the time during uh, 2001 when the media was insane about the pro-war movement going into Iraq. Uh, it was nauseating. It felt like there was nobody on the side of anti-war uh, except one, Phil Donahue, who ended up being fired from his job for voicing anti-war uh, opinions on his show. And so it's not unprecedented to have someone who rakes in the viewers on one of the cable news stations uh, is maybe the prominent voice on the station and then gets canned seemingly instantaneously because of their refusal to back down on their anti-war stance. 
And for this time in this era, it was Tucker Carlson to get the boot for speaking ill of and investigating in some sort of way all the wrongdoings and nefarious actors involved in whatever is going on in Ukraine. Wow, that's crazy. And I think it's you right can't on talk the talk about the war, huh? You can't talk about the war, man. It's weird. There's something up with Ukraine. There's a lot of money involved in Ukraine. There's a lot of evil players making money and profiteering off of the situation in Ukraine. And none so of who's, Well, go ahead. Who's stopping you? Like, who's stopping Tucker? Well, I... You think... It, I like, did... You think, like, who... who? So clearly somebody <laughs> told Rupert, hey, get rid of him. <laughs> it sounds like Rupert is potentially... Uh, the Murdoch family sounds like they are going to be selling Fox. And I think... Do you, so do you think he made the decision or somebody told him? Well, come on. Rupert Murdoch, trillionaire, I can presume. Uh... Part of the hyper-condensed less than 1%. He's the 1% of the 1%, right? Isn't he up in that like group? Like, Who knows who's in, who get, that guy gets his marching orders from the Rothschild family? Like, uh, you know, I have no idea. I imagine... No, I, think it's more, I think it's more like a, like a four-star general or something. I think they're all in cahoots at the top of the pyramid here. And when they see something stirring that they don't believe they can fully control, they eliminate it. And it doesn't matter to them at the top how bad it looks. Look at us right now. We could hardly guess who was in charge of removing Tucker Carlson. <laughs> no idea. We, we can assume it was Rupert Murdoch, but who's telling Rupert Murdoch uh, what to do? There's always someone bigger pointing the finger down at you. Just look at that picture of the Rothschild guy who died this past year pointing his finger down onto uh, King Charles III. It's an incredible picture, but it really signifies in my mind, even if you're king, there's someone above you writing the checks. Everybody has a boss. Everybody's got a boss, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> It kind of feels that way with this Ukraine situation. And then, yeah, Tucker getting canned. He crossed a line, man. And the line was the Ukraine argument and what's going on there. It also maybe furthers my belief that this thing is going to escalate regardless of what the public opinion is. They want and need and will have their World War III. They're dying for it. Maybe they just think that's the only thing that could save Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Get start. I don't know. I feel like starting a war, especially the World War Three, the big one. Uh, that's your great reset, man. That's when you can inflict maximum damage wherever you please, and completely yeah. restructure uh how the world runs, where everybody fits. They need this. Uh, COVID was kind of the precursor. Again, when COVID was going on, when those lockdowns happened, there was just something nagging at me that this isn't the real deal. This isn't the big takeover. This is uh, the beta test. They got to test the waters, dip their toes in, see how the public reacts to mass totalitarianism, right? And, 
Well, we reacted pretty good on their test, I feel like. A good majority of people were, you know, proper little sheep, followed the orders, took the shots, wore the mask, and took it to the next level, which they were probably hoping for, but maybe weren't expecting, which is you had your little gangs of mini Nazis going around telling people what the rules are and, and you know, pull up your mask and, you know, uh, just, you know, checking people for their vaccine IDs. You know, the vaccine passport wouldn't have worked if everyone woke up right away and said, hey, I don't believe in showing my papers. Sounds like yeah. some Nazi bullshit. But no, uh, a lot of people bought in. So I think we passed the test as a society, the beta test, if you will. And now they have the opportunity to unleash the alpha beast, which is the war with China and Russia, the World War Three, the destruction of the West, and the ushering in of, as you said it, man, the power of the yen and the takeover of China and essentially the slave state. The, t- the 1984, man, that we've all feared and thought, no, it would never happen. Well, it will not be ushered in with a smiley face. It will be brought to you in the form of the cell phone in your hand. The number one banned book. 1984? The number one banned book. Internationally? In America. In America, really? And it blows my mind because of, you know... You never hear about it. Everybody, you, you know, every school that's ever banned Huck Finn, you heard about it. Well, we all know why, right? <laughs> you know. Choice words. To kill, to kill a Mockingbird. You always hear about those, but nobody even talks about 1984. Yeah, it's better to have an uninformed public, uh, people who don't know their history. Uh, but there's, there's no N-words. There's no nothing. Like, that is clearly just. Oh, good call. Yeah, it ju- the only thing 1984 does is make the reader, you know, think about their current situation and reflect <laughs> yeah. on how similarly this terrifying government regime in the book, ref- you know, it, it, you know, reflects the current situation. It, it's crazy to me to think that uh, people don't see the connections now, or that they will kind of bark back at you the marching orders from the Democrats calling Republicans authoritarian or, you know what I mean, or, or uh, dictators or Hitler and all this stuff. It, our, mod, our current history kind of begs to differ. What I don't get is Donald Trump was president for four years, right? Oh, yeah. At the end of that, at the end of that term, more Americans voted than ever before. That election had a higher turnout than any other election. It was un. It was unprecedented. Then after that, the midterms. More people f- voted in those midterms than anybody than any midterms before, right? Oh yeah. But he's bad for democracy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. Yes. The, right. Then the other party is like, well, we're going to do mail-in voting, and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. You can't even talk if you don't agree with us. We want you off YouTube. We're not allowed, you know, the Democratic Party already said they're not going to do any debates for the for the primary. Mind blown, by the way. There have already been Democrats saying they they potentially will run, right? Dude, K- Kennedy's polling at 20%. I mean, how are you not going to give this man a debate? He's there, polling so- at 20%, dude? That's freaking yeah. crazy. That's it's amazing. Out- yes, dude. that is actually 
really amazing. That means the man has hit a nerve in society, even like kind of in the dark corners, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like it almost seems like yeah. he's been so censored that they don't have analytic data to back up how followed he is. <laughs> so they don't even really know. They it's potential this guy has like a majority of followers in the Democrats, and the Democrats have no idea because they've just completely censored him from all online platforms. No, that's why they don't want him to be they don't want to debate. That's freaking crazy, dude. Honestly. It, you know, but they're the ones that are fighting for democracy. They're saving democracy, Frank. Oh, they're doing it for by you. Not, by, they're going to save democracy by not even giving you a choice who could be on your ticket. <laughs> you Fucking I mean? crazy. Great call, dude. That's right on the money, man. Yeah. But but Donald Trump, who caused, you know, who caused a phenomena that forced everybody to vote, that guy was bad for democracy. You're right. Your greatest villain and the person you should watch out for, QAnon shaman horned guy that's going to take <laughs> yeah. over the country, right? Uh, and the Proud Boys. But uh, don't worry about the fact that we're completely eliminating all choices you could possibly have, and you <laughs> must vote for this stooge who has dementia, oldest person to ever take office. We're going to have him be your choice. You have no other choice. And forget about that guy polling at near 30%. Because we believe in democracy. This is democracy, people. This is democracy. <laughs> you, you, want authorita- you want a third authoritarian Trump? Come on. It's kind of unbelievable when you look at the whole picture. Pretty wild stuff. And I do like that that could keep going forward. And if it does, it means we will see the machine unleash the attack dogs onto rfk jr like we have not seen probably since bernie sanders uh was trying to get pushed when they're trying to push him out during the hillary run <laughs> oh they're going after him really hard are they are the pro- yeah okay the nice. biggest problem they have with him is he's he's, he's good at it because they they keep attacking him over vaccine he's a vaccine denier he has been even before covid wow and you know what his argument is I just think vaccines should have to go through the same protocols as, as the drugs do, as the pharmaceutical drugs. That's fair enough. <laughs> Seems logical. <laughs> yeah, I'll accept it. I kind of like it. I'd like a little uh, harder stance, personally. More of a DeSantis if actually, guy. If I'm being totally honest with you, I thought that's already how it was done. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, you know, I didn't know there was this special cutout for vaccines. Um, <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I'm very excited that he's got this high polling uh, data action happening behind him. It's crazy that, uh, you know, do you think that's mostly third-party polling? You know, libertarian, center folk, maybe. Good call. It could be. People yeah, really be. walk away kind of Democrats who are really no, because uneasy I, I think they, voting I for think the right. The polls- no, no, I think when they're doing primary polls, that's amongst Democratic voters. Oh, good call. You're right on the money. Yeah, definitely. Wow, that's bad that's, news, It's man. for the primary. Bad news for you know, Biden. They're talking primary. I wonder how the camel polls within that group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right, because you got, I mean, he's doing as good as DeSantis, but you're the sitting president. And you know what I mean? DeSantis has national notoriety simply because of the endless attack machine from the left an obsession with him over the don't say gay and all that stuff. So he's already kind of in the minds of people for people like you and I, he was on our radar before that. 
uh, because of his um, fantastical stance on COVID and never budging an inch on the uh, on the national narrative. Um, to me, I think for RFK to be in that kind of conversation polling wise, once again, this guy was really he was up there with Robert Malone and uh, Peter McCullough for dudes that kicked, were he was kicked off YouTube. Every platform, man. They were suspended from Twitter constantly and YouTube, Facebook, I think they were banned from. Like, these guys weren't allowed on anything. So the machine really tried to make people not know who Robert Kennedy Jr. is. Yeah, they don't like him. And they failed. That was a failure. Yeah. Because now they have to double back and start exposing him as this you know, villainous anti-vaxxer, this, you know, guy who's spreading misinformation and propaganda. And, you know, I'm sure they're floating some sort of word around authoritarian or fascist. I, they love to Well, they have that. a problem with him because he's a Democrat. Oh, good call. Yeah. You know, so you can't just call him a mega authoritarian Hitler-esque. Right. Oh, you know, like... yes. Maybe they can flow with like a Mussolini comparison or uh, <laughs> throwing like a stalin we never get any stalins these days yeah never stalin but he got to kind of wash his hands clean i think it has everything to do with that uh gorgeous mustache the man uh rocked throughout his career you've said it before and i might have to agree with you you mean just the mustache being the key yeah i mean look at hitler Got yeah. blamed for everything. Tiny, stupid mustache. I would say Stalin loser. killed tens more yes. millions of people. Absolutely. Never hear about him. Yeah, loser, Mao, loser stash. No, Mao gets blamed for a lot. No stash. See? No stash. Who's the guy? Uh, what's his name? The Mongolian dude who took over all the world. Uh, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Look at all the pictures. Awesome stash. Mm. And he's just celebrated as a great lover. Yes, he's uh. <laughs> He's what's that rapper's name? Uh, you know the dude impregnating all the ladies. He's got the thirteen. Nick kids. He's the Nick Cannon of the ancient times. All right. Oh, good call. He's just actually. Gone. You know what, Nick Cannon? You're just the hack version of Genghis Khan. That's right, Nick Cannon. Welcome to the Hall <laughs> of Hacks. You're the hack Genghis Khan. You Khan. Khan oh, you had Khan. a bunch of kids with a bunch of women. Not impressed, buddy. Not impressed. Try it's been done. <laughs> try three thousand kids or however. What did you? Have? <laughs> Try one in every 16 people on Earth is related to him. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We're all 7% something, people. Never forget. I'll throw that out to my yarmulke <laughs> friends out there. Ben Shapiro, hit us up. We're ready, baby. All right. So we, oh, uh, wait. we are, believe it or not, folks, it's true. We are at that magical point in time. This is the fastest hour in the universe. Oh, I don't know how you did it. He well. sped it up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. I was about to make a, a joke about um, Event Horizon, but I already knew I was wrong about which black guy that was. There was no way you would get Lawrence Fishburne. You were ah, I was never going to get Fishburne. I, I, I was going to say, like, Olivier or some shit. I, I don't know who he who's was. Who's not even black. That's amazing. Uh, th yeah. this, uh, I love it. I guarantee you would have spit out some form of Don <laughs> Cheadle. 
<laughs> I think I was about to mix up Samuel Jackson and Lawrence Olivier. Is that a guy? Lawrence Jackson. I'm a huge fan of the guy's work. <laughs>